Lose the Cape Podcast, episode 65. Hey, boss ladies. I'm Alexa Bigwarf, and I'm the founder of Cat Biggie Press and Write, Publish, Sell. I help women fulfill their book writing dreams through author coaching and publishing support. You can find out more at writepublishsell.co. Hey, y'all. I'm Aubrey Mathis, owner and founder of Today May Suck, a comfort gift company for your peeps going through the suckiest of times. I also help moms get off the couch and into some hills, create a biz they love, and live a life unpinned. For more information, visit AubreyMathis.com. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Lose the Cape podcast. Today, I'm excited to bring you Roxanne Ferber, a.k.a. the Whatever Mom. She is a twin mom to two crazy five-year-old girls. She's a blogger, freelance writer, daydreamer, wishful thinker, and an overall good human being. She shares her real life struggles with perfection and parenting on her blog and works hard to embrace the real parts of life. And let me tell you, we got pretty real on this episode. We had a good time talking about just pretty much whatever came up. And I do recall there was a lot of cursing. But uh, yeah, great episode. Her hobbies include chugging coffee, folding laundry, and not judging other parents. So she wins a Lose the Cape badge for sure. So welcome to Roxanne, and thank you um, to all of our listeners. But before we get going, please hop on over to our page at losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 65 and check out our special giveaway from our sponsor, Carrie Sharp of He Says, She Says. Carrie helps people learn how to communicate better, and she specializes in Facebook Live. So if you're trying to get better with your Facebook Live, she is offering a free audit. So basically, you can record a Facebook Live, send it on over to her. She's going to look at it, analyze it, tell you what you could be doing better, what you're doing well, um, and what you can you know do to improve your Facebook Lives overall. So check out that, losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 65, and be sure to enter to win the the broadcast audit. All right, enjoy the show. And let's talk about you. Oh, I don't know what to say. I'm so excited to be here. I'm like, been trying yeah. to, you know, so excited. I read your blogs. I listen to the podcast. Aww. I watch the videos. So I don't know. I was in some chat facebook like blogger group and they're like oh here here's a link go join i'm like oh my god this is so exciting so <laughs> i love it very first so like i was really nervous about it and it wasn't about talking because as soon as i get up here i'm going to talk to other people like i talk all right. the time right. it's like the technical part of it. i'm like i'm gonna mess this up somehow or i'm gonna say something really stupid because it's gonna be on the interwebs for life and i'm gonna be like <laughs> something dorky gonna come out of my mouth but well, don't worry because i edit them before i upload them so awesome. if something comes out of your mouth and you're like oh i really wish i hadn't said that just let me yeah. know and i'll make okay. sure to edit it out. i'll try really hard not to drop some f-bombs or like some language you can curse if you want to we're cursing people so okay because my kids are at school and i let it fly so yeah <laughs> I let it fly when my kids are at home, (laughs) which is not good. But, you know, I I interviewed Aubrey Mathis um, last week and we were talking about it. And she was like, you know, I'm in a way she's like, I curse in front of my kids all the time. And she was like, that's just kind of my thing. It allows me to stay sane. And she was like, my girls know they're not allowed to say it. And and I was like, you know what? There's, There's some truth to that. Because I remember growing up and my dad would only curse when his buddies were over and they were drinking beer or whatever. And the words would come out and be like, dad, you said the <laughs> word. And he's like, those are army words and children are not allowed to use them. Right, right. <laughs> army and, you know, and all the, so, you know, and 
I knew it was a bad word. I, my dad yeah. used them and I knew I was not allowed to. So the ironic part is I didn't have a potty mouth until I became a parent. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's my pressure relief yeah. now. Like drop exactly. someone. You know, like exactly. ah. so yeah. It's amazing how good uh, um just 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 wow, I'm stuttering now too much <laughs> <bad feelings. laughs> Just how great it that is. happens. Blah. So a good, a good fu. Sometimes not too my children, of course, but right, right. It just happens. It's just part of life. I, I did, um, I did tell my kids to stop being assholes one day, which was probably not the nicest thing to say to them. But you know, this ties perfectly in with our topic, and um, I had already started recording, so I didn't. Uh, we were just chit chatting, and the conversation was so good, I didn't even stop us to do an introduction. So let oh, me introduce okay. who I am talking to super quickly, so that everybody knows what's going on here. I am talking to Roxanne Ferber. She is the whatever mom. Um, she has five-year-old twins girls are they still five they just turned six they just turned six okay um she's a blogger freelance writer daydreamer wish for thinker and a good person which i can tell already from just the conversation that we've had so, <laughs> um, so this is gonna be fun because she shares her real life struggles with perfection and parenting on her blog and we're gonna talk about those struggles of trying to be a perfect parent of course we know that we don't try that at lose the cape we're, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're all about accepting the uh, imperfections right um, and she <laughs> likes to drink coffee amen oh, yes. mother she likes to curse <laughs> i'm just kidding coffee come to me <laughs> um and and you do you really enjoy folding laundry or was that sarcasm that was sarcasm okay. i, I was you know you never know you never you never know um and she does not judge other parents so perfect perfect space for you to be in today um so what did i leave out your twins um just turned six awesome. yeah yeah are they identical or fraternal they're identical and most days they're really nice people most days there are some days I just question I'm like oh, I don't know but you know for the most part they're pretty cool people and uh, they're a lot of fun and they're in kindergarten now which is a whole new world compared to life in preschool uh -huh. it's a little easier there's less work there's less stuff to do and I had them in the same place so now there's two separate classrooms I have to keep uh -huh. track of what's going on in both places and for their birthday they want milk and cookies they want <laughs> they wanted me to bake them ninja bread cookies okay because they don't sell them in stores. So you have to make What is a ninja, ninja bread cookie? It's a gingerbread cookie in the shape of a ninja. Who's like, <laughs> so uh, two dozen per kid <laughs> with a gallon of milk. And I'm walking in, you know, bags on each shoulder and kids going, mama, mama. I'm like, just get in the school. Cookies, go. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no perfect. There was nothing. It was just no. well, go to school, eat your cookies. I bake those damn things for you and you're going to like them. That's so. right. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> So, um, uh, I had identical twins as well. I don't know if you know that part of no, my story. No. Um, and it's ironic that we're recording this on December 7th because today is TTTS World Awareness Day mm -hmm. and, um, TTTS is twin to twin transfusion syndrome. And my girls were diagnosed with that at when I was 20 weeks pregnant with them. Um, and, uh, we thought they were both going to pass away. Actually, that's what the doctor said that day. Um, they wound up being born ten weeks early, and um, one of them did pass away two days later. Oh, I'm so sorry. But no, that's a uh, you know it, it's a 
It's not okay, but it's it's, not okay. But yeah, you can't. You're dealing with it. Yeah, yeah. I know. But my survivor turns five uh, on Saturday, so not too. So you know the struggle of like the five-year-old lifestyle and the craziness. And yes, exactly. She's the she's the youngest. Um, I have a a fourth grader, a first grader, and then a preschooler. And but I am looking forward to her going to kindergarten because. Right now, her day is too short for me uh-huh. to get stuff that I need to get done, and um, yeah. I'm tired of paying for school. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I'm so tired of paying. Yeah. My husband and I are so excited. We're like, we get tax returns. We actually keep money this year. It's so exciting. It's going to pay it home to school, you know? Uh, yeah. So true. But anyway, so what did we miss in your bio? What did you do before being a mom? Who were you oh before this mom thing happened? I was a lot of things, actually. I um, started out in marketing. I was in a marketing executive for a direct marketing company, which was mailing lists, basically. Uh-huh. So, like, some of my clients were Victoria's Secrets. Okay. If they wanted us to drop a mailing list, you know, to send out their circulars, they would come to us. We would put together a, a recommendation of lists and blah, blah, blah. It gets very technical after that. But it was fun and it was lovely. And I met a lot of fantastic people. And it was an amazing educational experience. But um, during that time, my niece uh, had leukemia. She was diagnosed with leukemia at age three. Thankfully, she's a survivor now. Let me jump to that part. She's okay now. But it was was a life-changing experience for the entire family. And when I would visit her in the hospital, I would see how amazing the staff was and how they worked with these kids who were just really just not having their best days. And I thought, well, I want to work with kids in some capacity, either as a social worker or as a teacher. And I couldn't figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up. And at the same time, my coincidentally, my husband took a transfer. So that means I was done with Uh my job and I had the opportunity to reinvent myself. So I worked at a school for uh, children with special needs for a couple of years and then I got injured. So I couldn't work that job anymore. And, but I still wanted to help families that they needed. So I worked for a human service agency um, as a service coordinator. So I helped families connect with like um, community programs that they wanted their child to participate in or adaptive equipment that they needed. And I was doing that until I got pregnant and um, I had five months of bed rest and (laughs) very exciting bed rest you know and then while I was gone they eliminated that position which worked out again because I was like I can't imagine doing this nine to five and taking care of two babies and we don't have family in the area so it's not like you just call my mom and come on over so I couldn't imagine doing all of that right. so I said we'll stay home for the first year and see how it goes <laughs> see how it goes and then I've just been home ever since <laughs> So, oh my goodness. So yeah. with your twin pregnancy five months um when were they how early were they? They were f- uh, four, four weeks early. So they were pretty, pretty far along, I think for twins. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really good for twins. Um, and did they, did you have any issues with TTTS or anything like that? No, that was something that we had worried about because they talked, they, they really drill it into you when you're a twin parent. They're like, just so you know. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. See, my doctors did not. They didn't. Oh, no. And they skipped my 16 week ultrasound. So by the time we had the 20 week ultrasound, the girls were, they were already stage three. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. I'm surprised. I felt like I was just constantly getting sonograms. I was like annoyed because I had to travel 45 minutes to the specialist. Yeah. And I was like, do I really have to do this every month? Oh my God. So 
on one hand it was nice because you get so many pictures but on the other yeah. hand I was like huge and trying to fit through the door and yeah, like yeah totally yeah. uncomfortable we could do an entire episode on how pissed <laughs> off I am at the care that I received I while know. I was pregnant but yeah. yeah anyway I'm glad that you didn't have that struggle being on bed rest is bad enough but yeah 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 it was terrible I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. You know, my husband works so, a lot. I will say, yeah, it was funny. Uh, okay, so I just saw the movie Bad Moms. Um, oh, finally, movie. finally saw it. And do you remember the scene where they're at the bar after the PTA meeting and they're talking about their their wild fantasies as moms? And it's like, I just want to have breakfast in peace and quiet all by myself or whatever. And then the the, um, the mom, the stay oh mom, she's like, I sometimes imagine that I get into a car accident and I wind up in the hospital and I'm not hurt badly, but for two weeks I'm in the hospital and I can just sleep and sleep. And yeah, that was me. I was yeah. like, I know uh, that dream. I know that feeling. I, I wound up in the hospital with the I'll tell you, I had that happen. Not the, not the car accident, but right. that's one of the reasons why I became the whatever mom was I was doing everything and trying to make everything perfect and wonderful and clean house and beautiful meals and all that jazz. And then one day I just had a panic attack. I didn't know that's what it was. Oh, I just yeah. couldn't breathe and just my body was just not being very kind to me. I was like, I don't understand. So I went to the emergency room and they put me in a room. And gave me a Valium. <laughs> I've never had one of those. Oh my God. I see why, why people can get addicted to those things. It was like uh, yeah. peaceful. And they put me in a dark room. They gave me a nap. And when I woke up, they brought me a sandwich. And they were like, how are you feeling? I'm like, I don't want to go home. <laughs> can I just stay here? I'm like, this was like a day at the spa. And they're like, really? The emergency room was like a spa for you? And I'm like, you don't understand. When, I'm, when I go home, there's three people at me. And so I kind of related when she said that in the movie. I was like, girl, I only had five hours. The emergency room, yes, I can't imagine yes. two you know? Well, that's kind of what it was like. I wound up in the hospital on bed rest for, for almost five weeks with the twins. And at the time I had a three-year-old and a, oh my gosh, Ella was not even two yet. So she was probably about 22 months old, 23 months old. And, um, and I missed them, of course. Right. I mean, they're my babies. I missed them, but oh my gosh, it was nice to just, I was so exhausted. I was going around all the time. I was like, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Baby, you're taking naps all day. And oh, yeah. You know, I'll tell you, twins is hard because you got two babies. And like, right. you come out of the gate, you get one baby and you're like, there's a huge learning curve. Like, what right. the heck? Right. And now I got two and I was freaking panicking. But then as I got older, like they're in the same stage, like there's right. two running away from you. And my girlfriends mm -hmm. all had like the baby on the chest and then running after a toddler and uh, like kind of push you were trying to go two different directions. Yeah. <laughs> it was hard either way, but yeah. I just felt like I can't do that. At least they're two like are climbing at the same time and two running at the same time, but like trying to hold the baby and grab this kid. And I was like, I, that just looks so much harder to me. Yeah. I give you huge problem, like having a two-year-old and one-year-old or however old they were while you're in the hospital you're just like huh. three one and then the newborn oh, yeah. oh, oh gosh. gosh it was it was um I started drinking pretty heavily that first year of, <laughs> <laughs> wine of her life <laughs> yes yeah. yeah. lots of wine lots of wine sometimes yeah. I'm not gonna lie sometimes there would be some you know extra something extra special in my juice in the afternoon <laughs> Oh boy. Nothing too bad, you know. Oh yeah. I used to count till my husband got home. Uh, yes, yes, yes. You need to be on the dot because that's yeah. when the cracks open, you know. Yeah, so. it was yeah, yeah. I definitely um 
yeah well that first year was rough <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that first that first year of all three of them was rough. i can't even imagine <laughs> but anyway. anyway so speaking of <laughs> imperfections and <in> parenting <laughs> why do you think you talk you blog a lot about moms and and trying to be perfect and all that stuff so tell us before i ask you the question like um you said that that was what got you started writing was that time in the mm. hospital after mm. the panic attack or whatnot. Right. So what, what, what do you write about? And, um, is your, I mean, that's a dumb question. I'm not even going <laughs> to target audience. Duh. <laughs> Moms. <Yes. laughs> People like me, you know, so tell us um, about your blog. Sure. I actually started blogging a few years ago um, at the request of some friends because, you know, getting two kids out of the house, you know, kids all go through that stage where they don't want to put socks on and mm. screw coats <laughs> and like, I don't care about the weather. And you're like stuck in the house with these two little people who just are crabby and cranky. So I was like, oh, let's go do a project. And so I started doing these fun projects with the kids. They weren't perfect. They weren't pretty projects by any means, but I would post them and my girlfriends all be like, oh, wow, you crafted your kid. That's really great. Can you blog about it? So I can remember what to go back and do. And I was like, okay. And then I had friends who were like, I could never paint with my kids. It's too messy. And I'm like, that's what life is like kids. Life with kids is messy. It's not going to be clean or perfect. Amen. And, <clears throat> and so I decided when I started blogging, I actually started blogging for a a local publication doing the crafty thing. And then I was like, I'm going to launch my own blog and I'm not going to be another pretty blog. I am going to show you the messy parts and it starts with messy crafts, but then it works into the messy parts of the emotional parent part of parenting. Like oh, I love it. you're just not prepared for the crap you have to deal with on a daily basis. Like potty training two kids was a nightmare for me. An absolute <laughs> nightmare that I would like, <laughs> literally I lost sleep about it. And then I write blogs about it. I'm like, this sucks. I hate it so much, you know? And there'd be other moms who come forward and be like, Oh, it's just so easy. I just did it this way. And I'm like, that's wonderful that it was easy for you. But some of us really, really struggle with these things that feel like they should be easy and they're just right. not. And so right. I wanted yeah. to share that with other moms that are feeling like we're hiding behind those Facebook posts of watching all their friends post those perfect pictures, those perfect things. And, oh, I wish I could be that perfect mom. I'm like, you don't have to be that perfect mom. Those are perfect moments that you see. Exactly. She's not that perfect yeah. mom either. No, no, I guarantee you at some point she's hidden in a closet with a bottle of vodka and a chocolate bar too. You know, like right. she's not just sitting here like posting beautiful moments that happen every second of the day. So, exactly. Yeah. You know, the thing that I struggle with right now that I can, I, I've never been able to understand is how, um, some people can keep their houses so tidied up all the time. And mm -hmm. I guess it's a time management thing. If I wanted to follow around the kids, right. I, I don't know. It's just, it hasn't been a priority, but I'm in that stage right now where I have, you know, a nine, six and four year old and our house is lived in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Very lived in. Yeah. It's like, I don't understand how you keep their toys organized. How do you do it? <laughs> I throw them away. <laughs> yeah. I totally do. And they're not looking like, you don't need that toy. Yeah. That's broken. Bye. See you later. And, um, yeah, I, after nap time stopped, my house was just never clean again. It just, yeah. it, it's just not a priority. I mean, the, the amount of stuff you have to balance in a day and you have to wear so many hats with making everybody happy in the house. And I have to blog. So I have deadlines. And I started thinking about this the other day. I was like, you know, I'm not just trying to raise decent human beings. Like I'm trying to have a good relationship with them too. And that takes a lot of work. And yeah. I would rather have a, a sit down moment with my kid where I'm laughing our butts off and still have dirty dishes in the sink. Cause that's what they're gonna remember is that I stopped to talk to them and not go away. I'm doing dishes, you know? Right. So yeah, the dishes, we don't have a dishwasher in my house. So the dishes oh. pile up and I, I swore I would never use paper plates. It's so bad for the earth. I'm like, no, I'm using paper plates. Cause I am tired of standing at the damn sink all day. 
so I don't know how people keep it tidy. I think it's just a, it could be a time management and priority thing, but the second I clean something and I turn around, it's a mess again. I literally yeah. can't keep well, up I mean, with it. I know some people like, I mean, you can name <clears throat> thing that I'm like crazy about doing that I will make sure it gets done every day. And I know some people that are that way about cleaning about their house being clean. Like they literally, my best friend's that way and I love her for it because she always helps me clean when she comes here. Oh, nice. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I know, it's awesome. But um, she cannot, she cannot move on to other projects if the house is mm-hmm. not squared away. So, you know, there, there are some people like that and that's just the way they are and there's nothing that's ever going to change that. And it's, right. it's nice. We need them to balance out the me's of the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just mm-hmm. like, eh. Yeah, it'll get done eventually. I actually posted something on the blog the other day because I literally got to the point after Thanksgiving and all the craziness of having all those people, I got to the point where I opened up my drawer and the only underwear I had was thongs that I literally have worn (laughs) since probably... Oh god, that's like the mission every day is make sure everybody at least that's our bare minimum. Everybody's gotta have at least clean underwear. <laughs> socks you can reuse. You can't reuse underwear. You can like that's that was your sister's pair of socks yesterday. I don't care. Put them on. We're getting out the door. But underwear you yeah. really have to. So I yeah. bought like a bajillion. Different. You don't say you go wear your, un- your sister's underwear from yesterday. <laughs> no, no, that's kind of gross. <laughs> but we have to have some standard here. You know? <laughs> exactly. I draw the line. <laughs> And underwear. Using your sister's underwear. No, yeah, socks are okay, but not your underwear. And uh, so that's Although my mission every day. If you smelled my son's feet, you would know that reusing oh, yeah. socks is not an option ever. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I forgot about those those years. <coughs> yes, no. those preteen years. Oh boy. Oh gosh. Oh oh gosh. He stinks so bad. It's not even funny. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, so. What are then, um, we always talk to people about uh, getting through the day and the biggest struggles of the day. So what are your biggest struggles in a day and how do you, um, how do you try and make that easier on yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the struggle I have is pretty universal about through all moms is just trying to balance everything and, yeah. you know, keep everything at a reasonable level of sanity to like, you know, keep it from escalating too far. And I have two very strong-willed humans yes who very particular about the way they like things and it's not gonna go my way and it's funny you're talking about that friend who's like can't move on to the next project that used to be me but I can't be that person anymore because I have two people (laughs) who are always arguing against it and so um a lot of the times it's just um letting go of my need for this and go okay get you through it to your needs so I can get to mine and sometimes my needs don't get met in a day and I think every mom struggles with that because yeah if they're happy then I'm happy the less screaming you're doing at me the less screaming I'm doing back it's a good day um I do a lot of um to-do lists because I can't remember anything anymore (laughs) (laughs) you know uh so I have like a monthly calendar that I keep I I had it right here I brought props like oh yay pick up pick any planner this one's hideous it's ugly but on the inside it has everything I need so like I have a full month with big chunky square boxes and everything goes on there because I will forget it yeah if something is like if today's December what December 7th and if I have to bring in a paper by December 19th I'm gonna forget it so I write it on the calendar yeah. and every Sunday night I look at the week ahead so I know what the big stuff is coming so I'm not sidelined with that and then every night I just put a a 
brain dump on paper, like the most important things I have to accomplish the next day is like phone calls, doctor's appointments, and then everything else is kind of flexible and it just goes to the next day. And um, stuff like, you know, scrubbing the toilets might go to the next day a few times. And then my husband's like, what's happening? And I'm like, oh, it's on my to-do list. I'll get to it. it was, I, really, I, I had good intentions to get to it today. It just didn't happen, but proof, I have it on my list. And, you know, um, I do a lot of like, a task list and sometimes if I'm in the middle like when my kids get chaos I'm in the middle of a task and they like call me to another room I will write it down because I will literally walk back in the kitchen where I was just doing the thing and I'm like I don't even know what I was doing like what where was I going what was I doing and then the other kid will call me into the room and I'll go finish what she needs and I'll come back and I'm like I still don't remember what I was doing so I keep little sticky notes and I just write you know middle yeah. editions and yeah editions yeah. so, yeah. I'm often distracted <laughs> so. yeah distracted by nature and then you have two kids who are just as distracted as me it just gets chaotic absolutely other than your planner do you have um any other uh resources that you use uh books uh, magazines well there might be magazines Mm. or online resources i can't talk today (laughs) online resources anything like that that you feel help you um keep it together um well i rely heavily on um other people's work, <laughs> you know, like some people are really good at, um, creating printables. Uh-huh. And so a friend of mine who's a blogger, her name's Carolina and she blogs at a butterfly mind. I love that title. Butterful so mind. It's, yeah. Cause she, she's a cook and she does really wonderful things with food, but she created some really awesome printables that I've started using that helped me because, um, she has a meal planner and it has the chunky boxes for each day of the week. Yeah. So now I can write what I, what I'm supposed to make for dinner. Mm-hmm. And then I write what the kids' lunches are going to be. Because otherwise, I would just stand there and be like, peanut butter jelly again. Oh, you like peanut butter jelly. Well, let's do peanut butter jelly again. And they'd be like, oh, I hate that. Why are you making me that? And then there's, I've convinced them to start buying lunch a couple days a week just to make it easier for me. So I need to yeah. know when I'm. So it's just like all the thinking is on my paper. Yeah. And I just literally go back to it. Because otherwise, if I have to keep it all inside this head, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. It's just things are going to fall apart. So um, I also rely not necessarily on keeping things like, organized at home, but I rely on my, my mom friends. I have mom groups that I join online and talk to them like, okay, so my kid is coming home saying this from school and how do you handle that? You know, those are the parts of parenting you don't plan for. You don't think about, you know, about keeping the stuff moving and you know about the discipline, but you don't know, like your kid's going to come home and be like, Oh, I went to the principal's office today because, um, so-and-so and and I were giving each other the middle finger and like, where'd you learn the middle finger? Like how did you (laughs) know existed? So I'm like, dear moms, today my kid came home and, <laughs> yeah. said, and how do you handle this? And like, so I don't blow up my kid. I go blow up at my friend. I'm like, ah, and then I come back and have a nice conversation with my kids. So I feel like that keeps me together emotionally is having those moms to feed off of. That's a good idea. <clears throat> and because I, I work from home, I don't have coworkers. If I had coworkers, I'd be you know, venting to them over the cubicle wall. So I go on Facebook and I talk to my friends and yeah. building that community online was really helpful, especially because I can't get out of the house a lot. So yeah, yeah, so true. Oh gosh. So um, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the moment here. It's okay. Edit that part out. We'll edit that part out. <laughs> if I remember to, sometimes I forget and then there's parts that should have been edited and they're not there. So we'll see if this one shows up or not. <laughs> But yeah, I just sometimes just your brain just needs to catch up with where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And I I told um 
I told Roxanne before we started recording that my girlfriend and I went out and had a few too many drinks last night. So now that you're all in on the secret, you know why I've been stuttering. And <laughs> it was for a good reason. It's not like this is like Tuesday night event. It was like a good, a good reason to go out with your girlfriend. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we, um, we did a paint night. That's so much fun. Oh, yes. Have I you done those. one of those? Oh, yeah. yeah. We had a good time. Yeah. But we thought we were going to get some food. We thought they, they told us we would be able to order food and drink and stuff. Uh -huh. and, um, and they only had one waitress for like 30 people. So it was so slow. And so we just started ordering our binks, our binks, <laughs> our drinks from the bar. And, um, and we never wound up eating anything. Well, we ordered some nachos, but they were terrible. Oh my gosh. No. They put barbecue sauce on them and cabbage. There was cabbage, funky tasting chicken and barbecue sauce. And it was just it was gross. And so we did far. No, I will eat just about anything. But they were disgusting. So there we are drinking our drinks, not that, not eating anything. And you know, that just made it even worse. Oh yeah. Yeah. Completely. Then you gotta get up at mom in the morning, which is always Exactly. <laughs> I woke up at seven o'clock. And speaking of the movie Bad Moms, it was just like that that day where she walks up, gets up after they went to the grocery store of all places when they were hammered. And uh, um I walk out in the kitchen and I'm just like, Ugh <laughs> I gotta do this today. Gotta yeah. get those little critters fed and dressed and to school. Yep. But, yeah. Anywho, so Speaking of fun times out with your friends, what, um, what, what types of things do you like to do um, for me time and how do you get away? What do you do? do you, yeah, tell me all about it. <laughs> um, it doesn't come often enough for me. Uh, before I had kids, man, I just had, I was just a very social butterfly. I went everywhere every Friday night. We had Thursday, Friday, we had our cycle. You know, we'd go to our places, our favorite places. But now, um, I actually just wrote a blog about this the other day. I took a day off. I just told my nice. husband, I am whipping out i'm stressed out the holidays are coming i'm making holiday magic birthday magic we just want a big vacation so like yeah everything got put on hold and so i was like you know just spinning my wheels trying to get it all done i was stressed out <clears throat> excuse me and um you're gonna laugh where i went from fun um i love christmas caroling uh -huh. um it's just a funny thing that i've done since i was a teenager when i was like this is so stupid you're gonna laugh <clears throat> when i was a teenager we used to go to my girlfriend's house to stay overnight for her birthday party, which was in December. And so we wait till her mom falls asleep so we could sneak out of the house and we would do <laughs> things. We thought it would be really funny to annoy the crap out of the neighbors by singing Christmas carols. So we're hoping someone's coming to the door and be like, get off my lawn. And they're like, oh, look at these angelic girls out here. <laughs> It's <laughs> just been like this ongoing stupid thing I do every year, but I enjoy it. It's fun. My girlfriend um, coordinates a sing along for uh, a local nursing home. <clears throat> uh -oh. So I took my kids last year and they ruined it. They absolutely ruined it. They were whining and complaining through the whole thing. And I was every 30 minutes, someone had to go to the bathroom. So I'm walking away and I'm just, I was just so annoyed by the whole thing. Yeah. So I'm like, this year she's doing it again. I'm going by myself. And my husband was like, okay, wild times. And I'm like, it's just, my friends will be there. Let me go. And so afterwards I had some time to kill. I just stopped by Starbucks and I had a nice cup of peppermint hot cocoa and a cooked nice. sugar cookie that I didn't have to share with anybody. And nice. Yeah. And then I went to an aerial yoga class with my friend afterwards. What on earth is aerial yoga? Aerial yoga. It's, um, you ever see the like Cirque du Soleil, the big hanging silks? Yeah. I look nothing like Cirque du Soleil. It's like, <laughs> way harder than that. Way hard to do that. But this one is more like a stretching with the big silks instead of flying through the air. And like you do like certain poses up suspended from the ground and 
oh my God, it was cozy at the end. You just close up the whole thing and you're just, oh, it was heavenly. But it was fun and I got out. So I try to do something different and unexpected. Like that's almost a challenge to do because it gets me out of my comfort zone. It breaks me out of like the routine and the monotony of every moment of just momming. And um, yeah, there's dinner. Everybody does dinner and drinks and that's fun too. And yeah. So I try to do crazy things. (laughs) That that sounds like a fun day actually. Um, my dad's in an assisted living place, so I uh, definitely appreciate people who take time to go do that because, oh my goodness, they are mm. so appreciative. They love it. Yeah, the residents seem to really, really love it, and it yeah. was fun, you know, and the kids get into it. My girlfriend brings, like, instruments for the kids and Santa Claus hats to spread around and music oh. for everybody. It's like a huge event, so it was a lot of fun. Cool. We enjoyed it. Good. <clears throat> All right, so before we wrap it up, make sure everybody knows where to find you. Yes. Just the whatevermom.com. That's it. <laughs> That's easy enough. <laughs> I know. And then all my social media links are on there. You can find me on Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus. Um, I'm not on Instagram yet because I'm like, that's like one more thing to have to add to my day. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already got enough to do. Else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got plenty, people. Plenty here. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Well, thanks, Roxanne. I really enjoyed yes. interviewing you today with a lot Thank of you. Yes, I was I enjoyed energy. being here. Yes, I am. I, I was like <laughs> I talk really fast. I try to slow it down a little bit so that people could actually understand me. And no, it's good. It's good. I'm having one of those days where I need someone to pour energy into me. So it's good. I'm feeding okay. off of you right now. Yeah, good. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, have a great day. Thanks. You too.